Dear Colgate, I love that you love that I love being at home. You even let me whiten my teeth from home. Because you know how I feel about getting up from my cloud couch. The Colgate Optic White LED Kit gives professional-level results in just 10 minutes a day for 10 days when used as directed. And that's why, Colgate, I want you to meet my parents. Because ever since meeting you, I've been living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, that's right, everybody. It's Mole Patrol. The Mole Patrol is here on Reality TV Rehab Ups Talking Season 2, Episode 8 of The Mole. I'm Josh Wiggler, and I'm joined here by two people who I absolutely believe would bungee jump. Jess Lease, Brooklyn Zed, I believe in you both. Yeah, so, so Zed, if if you're gonna if you're gonna try to find Josh Bigler, uh, I just let you know he's like well, short guy. He's got black glasses and he's wearing headphones, and he's let's see. I I, I think the last time I saw him, I think he had a beard. So do you, do you think you can spot him for me? Glasses and a beard. Yeah, uh, that's what we got. Yeah. Oh, wait. oh and head and headphones and headphones. Oh wait, that's every guy in Brooklyn. So <laughs> yeah. Good luck with that. Uh, also, uh, let me be the one who says it first. Beard adjacent. You know? Yeah, okay. You know? I, I was giving you credit. I was giving you full credit there. Well, I appreciate that, but no need to be nice. <laughs> We're trying to win money. <laughs> Let's go for accuracy. Uh, looks vaguely hobbitish. Uh, yeah. uh, I think it would be the way to go. Justin said, hello, my friends. It's been a while since the three of us have been around the horn, even though it's only been a week off for the people listening to Mole Patrol. I'm sure the two of you got into all kinds of shenanigans on the spoiler edition, Zed. That we did. We had a great time last week. Uh, you were missed, but we had fun making fun of you in your absence. And I'll never know. So that, Exactly. Because even when I know. finish the season, like I won't go back. Yeah, no. Yeah, no way. Uh, this is the way. Uh, this is what you get. It's like that, like... Uh, it's like that intense FOMO, Jess, but like there's also like, you know that you'll just never know. So you just like move it out of your heart. It's gone. Yeah, it, it's true. You really, you just kind of have to be happy that it was there for somebody else. Yeah. Do you have any like uh, secret codes that you are both trying to say uh, to sneak into this podcast? That's like some sort of ha ha inside joke. Wiggler doesn't get it because then I'm going to get upset. You guess you'll never know so. that either. Yeah. You did one to yourself, actually. Mm-hmm. What did I do? We're not going to tell you. Tell what do you, you mean? <laughs> what does you're that gonna, mean? At the end of the season, you're going to look back on it and laugh a lot. Wait, is that true? Yeah. Wait, there's something that'll happen by the end of the season. I'll think it's funny. 
Mm-hmm. You'll I'm realize sure you that. pointed something out. It'll yeah. better not have anything to do with the strain. I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> damn it. Yeah. Yes. Better have nothing to do with Strigoi. Um, if you, did, Josh, little known fact, if you rearrange the letters of Strigoi, it spells out the mole. Uh, that I did know because okay. uh, I'm not that dumb, you know? Okay. Just checking. Well, Folks, I'm just putting it off because uh, I assume you've all seen season two, episode eight of The Mole. Otherwise, get out of here. We're about to get into spoilers of that episode and no further because I, of course, not seen past this episode. So no spoilers past this point. Don't at me. I'm just trying to put off for as long as possible the fact that we have to talk about this episode is <laughs> the swan song for... <sighs> It's over for Kate. I don't like Holy it. Shnikes, Holy shnikes. Holy shnikes. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Uh, just the closest thing I can think of is, is like when uh, Survivor Pearl Island spoilers, uh, when like Rupert goes out and there's still like mm-hmm. eight people left or whatever. Like, no, you can't, you can't lose Rupert now. You can't lose Kate now. Yeah. It, it, it's upsetting for sure. Why is why are all the greatest characters on the mole named Kate? Kate or Katie, and that's yeah. it. Uh, all that Katie was missing, Zed, was the green hair. Yeah, uh, and she would have been, I think, a true contender for uh, the best mole contestant ever. An iconic task that I wish they had brought back. Oh my god, she definitely uh, would have done all the things. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like I thought that this episode was was good, not great. Maybe mm-hmm. was kind of my take. Uh, and like now, I feel especially sour because because they they offed my favorite. I don't like this. Yeah, it's interesting because like compared with the survivor loved ones visit, which I feel like is always like a big milestone that people look forward to. Here, because the strategy of the game involves sabotage, but nobody conceivably wants to sabotage the family visit. Um, there's not as much intrigue and mystery to solve as there normally would be it would yeah it would seem yeah um yeah it's it's i feel like the the challenge is one that uh the first one definitely if i was anybody's eyes would be an auto fail (laughs) (laughs) but like i feel like even with like 2020 like you'd be hard pressed like this is not easy and also like but not in like a particularly fun way there's like a there are a couple of fun moments in in the like spot the loved one like the where's Waldo Jess that are like decent but uh, I think by and large is is not my my favorite task uh, and then the bungee jump one you kind of figure that everybody's going to do it unless there's like a strategic reason not to as as Dorothy seems to have so and I felt like it was like a relatively straightforward episode with a sad finish. Like, I feel like at least like Katie's story arc has like, uh, this book ending quality about it that, that they like really like hammer the point home at the end of the episode with like, she bungee jumped in the beginning. She bungee jumps in the end. We go from holy shnikes to, Oh my God. Uh, so like, I guess that that's nice. But other than that, uh, I don't know. I was, I'm, I'm just, maybe I'm just so bummed and it's coloring my opinion of the episode. Yeah, well, it's also you're coming out of an episode that is brilliant and firing on all cylinders. And so then this is sort of like you're taking a breath and you're taking a pause and nothing in this episode. It really does feel like everybody in the game kind of stepped away from the game for a minute to just sort of like sit down to dinner with whoever 
their loved one was. And like you said, nobody's playing the game extra hard because it would be really a jerk move, even for the mole to take away somebody's family visit. And yeah, these also aren't people that are used to being on camera that aren't playing the game and you have to give time to those people. And that sort of dials the action back a little bit as well. Yeah. Um, I'm just, uh, have you ever, ever felt so sad? Like, I'm just, I'm so, I'm so bummed. But we Maybe got, this we, was the problem. Maybe there weren't enough strange things happening. Yeah. Uh, well, well, let's go around the twist of, of the mole season two, episode eight. I suppose before we do just a quick um, service advisory for uh, the immediate future of the mole patrol is next week. Hey, great news for all of you. We're doing a double episode. It's Mole Patrol Season 2, Episode 9 and 10. We're doing the Mole Season 2, Episode 9 and Episode 10 as one double-sized podcast coming your way next week. Isn't that excellent? What great news. It's going to be so fun. I can't wait. The catch is the week after that, we're taking off. Uh, It's Labor Day. We've got things to do, people to see, places to go. I don't have anywhere to go. Uh, just kidding. I actually have to go to a wedding. Uh, so I don't have anywhere to go. Zed's, <laughs> Zed's, got, no, Zed's got nowhere to go. Uh, we are going to take that week off. So next week you get two episodes for the price of one. The following week we are off and then we are cooking with gas uh, starting September 14th through the close. Um, so we are entering the end game and we are doing a double header next week. So we hope you enjoy that. That's the service advisory. Get your feedback in as always. Mole Patrol at Rob has a website.com. With that said, Brooklyn Zed, would you like to lead us through the episode? Let's go do it with love. Yes. From the mole. Yes. And uh, Nathan. <laughs> with love from Nathan as well. With love from Nathan. Briefly. Mazel, by the way. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. So we start. Uh, if anyone forgot in the two weeks since last we met uh, that Alavia took the bribe and everyone is in shock. Every, a lot of people thought that she was the mole. So now they're all sort of scrambling, trying to rearrange their thoughts. Um, Brips uses a phrase I've never heard before. He says this absolutely floors my ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is you've this, never is, heard that is before? Is this a phrase that you're yeah. familiar with? Yeah. Floors my ass. Uh no, but I like it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's a good one. I'm going to try and start working that into conversations. Yeah. Floor is my ass. It grounds my booty. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sounds like something you'd hear at like, at like beer yoga or, yeah, or bro it, yoga. It floors <laughs> my ass. It grounds my booty. It rounds the twist. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever? Man. Just for context for everybody at home, I think we heard that song like three or four weeks ago at this point in real time of when we recorded that podcast. You but, think that's uh, how long it, it's it been? lives on. It lives on forever in, in our in, text messages. In infamy, it's uh, yeah. I think uh, I'm coming off of about uh, an hour since I tweet threaded the uh, <laughs> lyrics to surround the twist. <laughs> and I, I just want the listeners at home to understand. Every so often, the group text just lights up, 
and it's just Josh Wiggler tweeting us the lyrics to the theme song to Round the Twist. In all caps. Yeah. In all caps. At 10 in the yeah. morning. Yeah, something like this. Yeah. No, I can't do it. Josh. <laughs> oh, man. Jeez. Sorry. Um, Not as good as I can do. <laughs> anyway, sorry to distract from the important mm, business. You're not sorry. Of recapping the mole. Al says, this is now going to be a, become a game of backstabbing and shrewd play, which I guess in his mind it was not before. No. Uh, he says, every exemption from here on shall be gold. They didn't care about exemptions before that. No. And also, there were no exemptions this week, I don't believe. No. Yeah. Uh, and he warns his kids that daddy might have to do some things that are not very nice. Daddy is going to do some terrible things. Uh, <laughs> the king is here. He's ready. Off with their heads. Uh, the players head to lunch at a trattoria, Anderson <laughs> says. Yeah. Where there is a valuable clue to the next game. Yeah. It's all their loved ones reading newspapers, but we don't know that they're lo- their loved ones yet. Um, but they're reading newspapers. And I assume it's in the clothes that they're going to be wearing in the plaza. Yes. That comes up later. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So they see the clue, but unfortunately, they do not process the import of the clue. They don't memorize what everybody looks like in the photo, which maybe they should have done, but I also still don't know how helpful that would be. <laughs> Who's wearing pants? Who's wearing shorts? <laughs> Are there like, sleeves? This is like the in-game version, Jess, of like how the show, uh, how Anderson's was like, stay tuned for clues to mm-hmm. the identity of the mole. Like, and they're always so like obscure and obtuse, and like I feel like that is this. It's like they if they can figure out the clue here, uh, they will be uh, they'll be set on their neck. It's like, no, they won't. No, they won't. Like that guy is wearing like a banana colored polo. Like take a number. <laughs> yeah, they're all dressed like American tourists in Italy. Yeah, that's not helpful. Unhelpful. Um, although if one of them had not been wearing pants, I feel like they would have been easier to spot uh, with no pants at all. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's a dead giveaway. <laughs> you don't even need to do, just say, like, we know this is somebody's loved one because yeah. why else would they not yeah. be wearing pants? Uh, Bill would be like, yes, my brother-in-law, Blair, doesn't like to wear <laughs> pants. That's how you'll I know. recognize those legs. Yeah, yeah, those meaty thighs. Gosh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, so the players note the word love because the picture is signed with love the mole. Um, but Loved they don't challenge. Yeah, but they don't really make a whole lot of the picture. Uh, but well, it is the to, loved one's visit today. Yes. We have to give them a little bit of credit because we all know now in 2021 that every single season of a reality TV program is going to have a moment where the loved ones from home are going to come in and there will be a challenge around that. But this is 2001 that's not a given anymore like that like that far back you don't necessarily know that you're definitely going to have a family member come and see you like they've seen you know two seasons of survivor up to this point and they they've seen like one and a half loved ones visits mm-hmm. and it's not you know now we have hundreds of seasons of reality 
shows to look back on and say, okay, at this point in the game, you usually have a family member come and see you. And granted, you probably had them specify family members beforehand that would need to have their passports up to date and um <laughs> they would need to they need to specify well who would you want to see and who's going to come out and see you and so they know that's on the table but they don't know necessarily that it's a given right uh so they know they it's already like had they had the teleconference yes they had right. the teleconference that right. could have been it right yeah. Uh, but now the loved ones are full on commuting to Italy, <laughs> sitting around in a piazza waiting to be discovered. Yeah. Uh, and if they're not, then I'll, oh, well, I guess they just get to enjoy a trip to Italy. Yeah. Hey, free trip to Italy. Not bad. Low stakes. Yeah. <laughs> also, I think this is, uh, as far as like, if I'm a reality TV, uh, contestants loved one. And like, I know that I'm the loved one who's like on deck for the show. Like, oh God, really? You want me? Like, yeah, it'll be so great. And I'm like, but you know, I suck at basically everything. Like, it doesn't matter. It'll be so cool. And I'll be like spending the next seven weeks having a heart attack waiting to get brought over to Italy. And then Andy Coop says, so you just have to sit there. I'm like, really? Yeah. And then tomorrow they're going to bungee jump and you just have to sit there. I'm like, seriously? Oh. This is great. Uh, I would love this. Uh, this would be great. This is <laughs> yeah. my kind of loved ones visit. Do help, nothing. Hang help out yourself to, yeah, help yourself to some pizza. Just kick back. We'll the, let you know if we need you for anything. The one thing uh, that I wouldn't love is the stranger danger. Here, make small talk with people you don't know. Be like, ah, I don't know how. Yeah, all these people are having conversations, not even with the other loved ones. It's not like they're all sitting at one table, which they could be because no one would realize that you know <laughs> you're doing this one at a time it's not like oh yeah your loved one is also at the table where my loved one was yeah. that you never saw yeah um Zed, they're do you think talking that they're, to strangers do they have professional extras in the crowd yeah probably yeah. they do not have that kind of budget Locals. I am going to local, guarantee local actors. Locals. No, local these are crew members. One hundred percent. These are like <laughs> this is like the senior producer uh, and like his, his his PA. They are all people that work for the mole. And I yeah. know this because I know the gladiators were PAs. Apparently, oh, Bill, really? Bill yes. thinks uh, Bill thinks they might be prisoners based on what he says about Blair. So I don't know. I don't know <laughs> what's going on there. Send him back to jail. That's what he says about Blair at one point goodness uh, yeah my gosh i don't know what's going on in the mole these days <laughs> it's been a while since we've had uh, a mole prisoner i'm looking all the way back at the man in the iron mask <laughs> self-loathing mole <laughs> steve what up steve. all right yeah hmm. oh, yeah so we have all these loved ones <laughs> so we have all these oh, loved man. ones send us your ander songs send yeah. them we, we need them. On. We cherish them. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Uh, yeah. So all the loved ones are sitting in the piazza talking to various other crew members or perhaps random Italians. Um, for every loved one that gets reunited with their player, $5,000 will go into the pot and they'll get to spend the evening together. Um, if they are unable to be reunited with their loved one, there's no money in the pot and they don't get to spend any time together. Sounds easy enough, except the mechanism by which this happens is you have to describe your loved one to someone else in 30 seconds. And then that person has two minutes to look out a second story window and find this person. They've been given a 30 second description of, and maybe saw a picture in another country a few weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, and so Katie goes first and she picks Heather to be her eyes. Uh, cause she and Heather have a coalition and she trusts Heather, but Heather's like, Katie, I can't see shit without my, need glasses. my glasses. Oh, don't <laughs> start with that. It's true. Can you even? <laughs> I, I will defend Heather as the oh, glasses. No, I, no I, I'm not I defending this. glasses since I was in third grade. I wouldn't be able to see Jack. Me neither, but well, you'd be wearing your glasses. Yes, that's the thing. That's like, a good I, point. I don't, I don't fault her for needing the glasses. I fault her for needing the glasses and not having the glasses. Yeah, put them on. Keep them with you at all times. If you need glasses, then you need glasses. Don't give me this. I don't have my glasses with yeah. me. Like and, and maybe maybe we're living in different times now, but I feel like I feel like vanity is not a reason to not be wearing your glasses because no, you just glasses. make the glasses part of your personal brand. Yeah, glasses look cool. Yeah, glasses are awesome. We're past this. Yeah. I'm I'm done with this. Of like, you're a nerd if you've got glasses. I'm out on that. You yeah. got glass. Like you got <laughs> <I'm glasses>. not. <laughs> you got glasses. You look great. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're in more enlightened times where maybe it's just okay to be a nerd. You get glasses and you can like change your frames, you change mm-hmm. your whole look, or you're mean, you've had the same pair for 12 years, like, you know, <laughs> whatever works. It's part of your deal. Heather probably should have had her glasses. She yeah. should have had her glasses. She should have had her glasses. Probably she can't her glasses. see very well. Yeah, yeah. Um, People are like pretty feel- sus of her for this. She's like, oh, she yeah. didn't bring her glasses. This is not great. Katie's not feeling confident. Heather's not feeling confident. She picks somebody, but they're both like in tears because they don't feel good about they it. They know it's not right. Yeah. They know it's not right. Um, by the way, poor Katie in this episode uh, goes home in this episode, doesn't get to see her father until the end of the episode. 
Uh, and she has to just like, uh, like kind of like, uh, uh, describe her dad as, uh, he's fat, pregnant, belly fat. Uh, like the whole thing is just like not fantastic. I feel like if I'm home watching that episode, I don't feel fantastic about everything that's <laughs> gone down here. Like, oh, this is actually harder to watch. Yeah, but she does eventually get to see her dad and he that does. video of him saying that like he believes she'll jump. This is beautiful. Seems to really inspire her. She comes over and hugs her dad and says, Thank you for having faith in me. It was lovely. Aww. Which I think is really sweet. I agree. I agree. I think that's great. I was so nervous. I was so nervous by the way that she was gonna jump. He was like, Yeah, I didn't think she'd do it. I was so nervous. I'm yeah, so that's like the worst possible. Mm-hmm outcome that's the worst and then she goes home like oh my god oh my god five minutes with dad and that's it but presumably they got to fly home together since the loved ones were at the at the execution this is the belief this is the belief um so yeah that doesn't work out she's really upset uh Mm -hmm. now she's afraid she may have been in a coalition with the mole this whole time correct correct um Dorothy picks Heather as well. I guess there was no time to trade notes at this point. (laughs) Don't pick Heather. I'm not going to pick anybody I've ever seen wearing glasses who's not wearing glasses that day. At the moment, yeah. I think that's right. I think uh, at this point, I want to know who has like really excellent vision. This is like a thing that I've asked everybody at this point in the show. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and Dorothy does it. And no one picks her. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Dorothy, uh, Dorothy's mother is here. Dorothy's mom, Kathy. This mm-hmm. is a miss as well. Uh, the lady in the green, the Italian lady in the green. <laughs> and she's like, I think she's Italian. Dorothy says, like, yeah, me too. I think you're right. That's <laughs> 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 really funny. Really, really good. Uh, so she's sus of Heather as well at this point. Mm -hmm. But Heather's also like a little suspicious of Dorothy because she feels like the only description she got was really, she's probably the only Asian person. Right, right. She Um, got like nothing else. Yeah. And because later she will also fail to reunite with her mom in the bungee jumping task, Al thinks that that's a great mole move to make it look like you messed up. Yeah. And so everybody will feel bad for you and not suspect you. Yeah, Dorothy seems to be number one on the call sheet for a lot of these people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dorothy's defense is, I'm just bad at things. <laughs> call me crazy, I Big buy move. it. I believe it. I really do. And like, I think that she's like being hard on herself. I don't like, she like just like annihilated that stuff uh, a few weeks back and what like those puzzles where she just like pulled the, the answer smart out team of the puzzles. Yeah. Yeah, so like, I, like, go easy. Like, don't, don't do this to yourself, Dorothy. But at the same time, like, I do like buy it authentically from her. She's like, I'm not the mole. I just suck. Uh, <laughs> which I think is, is really funny. Uh, and I, I am, uh, losing, um, my levels of suspicion in Dorothy. It's almost, it's just too obvious to everybody else that I feel like it, it can't possibly be. That's where I'm at right now. Um, so Katie and Dorothy are like, Oh man, this sucks. As they're both just like watching from the sidelines as mm-hmm. as Bribs's mom shows up. Yeah, this is the point where Katie realizes because they've still got the clue. Uh, she's like, "Oh, these are these are our loved ones. My dad is wearing a shirt that I bought him." Um, but unfortunately, that's not going to do them a lot of good at this point in time. 
Yeah. Um, Jess, I guess like the, the plus side is that Dorothy and Katie get this like front row view of this dog. In the, yeah, the- <laughs> so gross. <laughs> I look away every time because I know it's coming and I don't need to see it. This, this dog pukes and eats his own puke. <laughs> I mean, if you've ever been around a dog, this should not surprise you. This is this is the the late great Leopardo DiCaprio. Pardo was all about this move, and it always like made me love him a little bit less. <laughs> look, <laughs> look, I have like, a child, oh, man. You know, come on. I've, I have a human child that has done this. So, oh God, yeah. Being alive means that sometime at some point in your existence, I don't know. Maybe. I don't believe everybody does it. I don't think it's a yeah. thing everybody goes through. But <laughs> I don't think I, it's, I think encourage this a lot of mammals. Rite of, a rite of passage uh, to some extent. Uh, so Bribs is going to uh, he's going to be reunited with his I don't know who this is. Oh, Bribs. That's a classic Bribs joke. Uh, so here's Mama Bribs. Mm-hmm. Courtesy uh, of Darwin. Terry uh, Bribs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bill also selects Darwin to find his brother-in-law, which is you know not why, his wife, Shirley. You know why everybody's picking Darwin? Because Darwin remembered his glasses. Yeah. He's wearing contacts. Yeah, he's wearing yeah. his contacts. You, we know that he's got vision. Yeah. He's got vision. Um, when, uh, when Darwin is up to pick Bill's uh, loved one, uh, Bill is like giving a description of Blair, his brother-in-law, and he says his distinguishing feature is a nice-sized handlebar mustache. <laughs> a nice-sized handlebar mustache. Uh, I feel like is nice the proper way to describe this? Uh, would you say that Blair's handlebar mustache Zed is nice? It is substantial. Yeah, I've seen better. Yeah. Uh, it like is I, a significant feature of his face, for yeah. sure, which I think is a is a valuable identifying trait. There, I don't know if this was just me like losing my mind or if it was real, but I was watching the episode and they're doing like all these cuts of people out in the piazza, and uh, Jess, I could have sworn one of these one of these hooligans had a fake mustache on. You are correct. Yeah, that yeah, was. We a got thing some that, feedback yeah. with a screenshot of that exact fake mustache. Mustache chicanery, I believe, was yes. the subject of the email, which is excellent. So credit to Candice for that. I'm Keep often that I'm often on wig watch, uh, <laughs> and I think again, uh, beard adjacent, wig adjacent here is that was a fake mustache. Uh, they so couldn't that, find enough PAs with facial hair to be yeah. decoys. Um, so here's Bill greeting his loved one like a psycho. Because <laughs> <laughs> they get it and Blair shows up and Bill says, "That's uh, who is this person? Throw him back in prison. Yeah, send him back to jail. It's like, what? And then also he shows up with, and there is literally no affection whatsoever and I'm like watching this being what the hell is happening 
I have never seen anything so joyless in a loved one's visit in reality TV, as far as I can remember, with like the firmest of handshakes between Bill and Blair. Men There's don't hug. Love. Men don't <laughs> hug. Real men don't hug each other. They shake hands. There's more love between coach and his assistant coach. <laughs> yes. It's not it's not even a particularly bit close, Zed. No. It's uh, and I'm so glad that the show includes Anderson's reaction to it being like of, Wow. Emotional. That was very moving. If you like <laughs> uh like wipes a fake tear from his eye. Yep. Uh, uh yeah, it's uh it's Blair because Shirley couldn't find her passport. Yeah. Uh, I feel like they should check these things a little bit more thoroughly. Yeah. Bill says about Blair, he's my liked one, not even my loved one. It's like, wow. <laughs> I Just, wonder how many people they asked, like how many people were on Bill's list before they got to Blair? Yikes. Has he no siblings of his own? My well, goodness. I believe Blair is is his sister's husband. So yeah. why didn't his actual sister come? I don't know, but like, uh, do they they really just totally dislike each other? Is that what this is? Like, what is this? I've never seen anyone (laughs) greet a loved one. On the other hand, I will call this like, I'll call this, I'm doing some like next level, like fourth dimensional chess here. If I'm on a reality show and I know I need to keep my head in the game, I'm not going to bring my parent or my child or my spouse. I'm going to call this like the Thunder D hypothesis. (laughs) I'm going to bring someone that I tolerate so that I don't take my head out of the game. But the reality producer is going to really try to discourage this. I feel like this is like a very, like an easy thing that people like think that they can do. But I think that like the diabolical reality TV producer is going to do their damnedest to make sure that your first position loved one is someone who's going to make you cry. And so will your second and third. So Bill must really have nobody is my point. <laughs> I also don't think there's that level of strategic thought going into the selection. To your point, Jess, uh, of 20 years ago. I don't know. We don't this even is... know if we're going to have a loved one's visit. I don't think they're trying to make sure it's not distracting. This is a year and a half before Survivor Pearl Islands and Fairplay got away with it. But on the other hand, maybe Fairplay had nobody. Right. But I also think that like fair play uh, is probably on uh, like in casting being like, I'm going to be the worst person ever. I'm going to do terrible things. My loved one's going to come out and just you wait. It's going to be awful. It's my best friend. He's a real piece of shit. We're going to do terrible garbage (laughs) things. It's going to be great. Uh, It's like maybe like a reality producer's like, okay, that's hot. I'm into that. But like you have to like, I feel like promise some sort of some emotion. You have to be selling good television. This was good television in spite of itself because it was so psychotic. It was like the coldest shit I've seen in a long time. Uh, yeah. Hi, Blair. It's <laughs> like doop doop doo handshake city. Uh, so loveless. It's unbelievable. And how upsetting must that be if you don't get to see your actual like would make you cry loved one, but Bill gets to see that Joker. Yeah. Blair. Blair. Yeah, like salt in the wound. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> Katie's in tears, and I think Bill couldn't care less if he gets to see Blair or not. No. It's like Anderson, I'll trade Blair for Katie to see her. Like, no. Can't 
can't do it. But I don't really particularly like Blair. (laughs) Yeah, he could just go home right now. It's okay. It's not how the game works. Blair's like, I'm right here. Come on. Um, Al, uh, Al's sister Janine is here. Ribs fails to identify her. Mm-hmm. Al's pissed. Yeah. Although Bill observes later that uh, if it had been Al's wife, he probably would have just gone and found her on his own anyway, and not abided by the rules. Well, and see, this is this is what I'm saying. Al brings his sister and not his wife. And yeah. maybe there was a child care issue to sort out there. I know he's got young kids, but. You think Al gets to play the game at all on any level if his wife is there? No. You think his head's going to be anywhere near the game? No. Yeah. But his sister, like, if she's like a cool personality, she's like a big personality, like, that's another thing, too, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, what's it going to be like to get Al and his sister together? It's like where you get to, like, do, like, sto- like Tales of the King, as we hear from her. <laughs> You know, so like I think that there's there's stuff to do there, uh, but at least like it's got to be someone that you like legitimately care about. Al cares about his sister. Yeah, Bill does not seem to care if Blair lives <laughs> or dies, or is a free or incarcerated man. Yeah, like send him back. Terrifying, like a psycho. Psycho, like a psycho. Yeah. Um, Darwin's wife. Uh, Darwin, uh, I misheard. Uh, I heard Darwin describe her as she wears salads. Uh, <laughs> I, I heard she wears salads, uh, when uh, instead it was she wears solids. I for sure heard salads. That's a weird way to describe someone, too. Oh, well, like maybe like vegetative patterns. Yeah, she's got it. That doesn't make any sense. Probably has a cabbage shirt on. Is she Miss Frizzle? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, she's a she's my. You'll know her when you see her. She's got a magic school bus. Uh, she's got all kinds of cool things going on there. Yeah, my wife wears salads. Yeah, but who describes their spouse as wearing solids? It is a strange thing. I mean, particularly useful. Uh, I mean, I guess it works uh, to some extent. Like, maybe if you know that there's no chance that your loved one is going to be caught wearing something from Dan Flash's, like, no impossible patterns. It's just going to be very, very neutral clothing, neutral patterns. That that's it. Uh, then maybe, maybe it's not so bad. Maybe it actually is a relatively. Uh, for this particular game, maybe it's actually not yeah. a bad thing to point out. I could see it if if somebody has a really obvious like personal fashion concept. Like we've actually my my child and I have played this game. Like I've I've made him before we go out in public somewhere that's crowded. I make him describe what I look like in case he gets lost. Smart. And yeah. so we kind of know like he knows what color I'm wearing when we go out, and then he's like. He's like, and she's wearing rainbow glasses. And I feel like that's a pretty good tell. <laughs> That'll do it. George would have crushed this one. Oh, George would have crushed yeah. it. For real. Yeah. He would have found you no problem. Yeah, no problem yeah. at all. He could have told anybody how to find me. Yeah. Pretty good. Um, Heather picks Brips to locate Nathan. 
And like Bribs tries to like play this out a little bit, I guess, just for drama. It's <laughs> like, yeah, I've seen a thousand pictures of Nathan. I know Nathan. Like we've, we may as well be old friends at this point. His piercing blue eyes. Yeah. <laughs> he does say at one point, he's like, well, that can't be him. He's like making out with this girl in the middle of the thing. It's like, oh, <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> but it is him. That's the guy. Yeah. yeah. He's just teasing. It's a joke. Um, so they got four out of seven. 20,000 bucks. Not bad. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty good. For a game that I think was incredibly challenging, that's actually a pretty decent success rate. Yeah. It was tough. Uh, later that night, a proposal occurs. Indeed. And, uh, it's magic. <laughs> and you just know that. This was production was like, hey, how do we make this loved one's visit even better? Like, they're not going to send you out to dinner with your loved one on your own if they're just like doing the self contained loved one's visit scenario. It's like, oh, yeah, go out to dinner by yourselves and we have to send production staff with you to monitor you. It's like, this was all very pre planned. And if I was Heather, I would have been very suspicious. Yeah. Um, a public proposal on television. You'll mm-hmm. never, uh, you'll always have the receipts. <laughs> yeah. It does seem like, I mean, the proposal it, itself was not entirely out of the blue because when he presents no, the No, it seems like they've been talking about it. Yeah, yeah he does say yeah. it's a little bigger than we thought. Well, so. and it's it's nice. I feel like this is the kind of proposal representation you want on television because you don't want it... I I hate the sense that somebody is just going to be surprised, like completely taken off guard by a proposal. Like they should have at least had a conversation about it. So they both are on the same page before this happens. So, yes, I guess that's good. We want we want more. We want more pre-planned proposal representation in the media. Yes. Yes. Uh, That they like uh, they had like. Uh, gone ring shopping together to a certain degree. He's like, I'm sorry, it's not what we talked about. Uh, and he know. didn't do it in front of like the rest of the cast. No. Like it is, it, it's in front of cameras, yeah. but if it didn't go well, it didn't have to end up in the wasn't, show. Yeah, it wasn't right. going to make it to air if she said no. But, you know, Zed, do we have to talk about this at this point? Um, they're kind of not together by uh, reunion time. Oh, yeah. no. oh, that sucks. Yeah. Uh, that's a bummer. That's a real yeah. shame. Heather uh, has been happily married for, yeah. I think, closing in on, uh, like, I think it's been like 18 years. Okay, awesome. That's great. Uh, and, they, and she and her husband have two kids, and it looks like they have a lovely life. So. Yeah. That's great. They, they look great. Um, and yeah. we're super happy that she found the right one, even if it wasn't Just the one. Just wasn't piercing yeah. blue eyes, Nathan. Yeah. Right. Uh, well, good. I'm glad that it has a happy ending for Heather, at least. Yeah, um, I'm sure it has a happy ending for Nathan too. We just yeah, don't know. Hopefully, yeah, we uh, just don't know him. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know him. No, this is a him. podcast. We're Heather fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nathan, stop listening. If you're listening right now, just stop it. Um, no, you can keep. We need all the listeners we can get. If yeah. Well, mm-hmm. honestly, if Nathan got to this point in the podcast, you think about scripted TV. You want to sign up for? And I'm just gonna say, if Nathan got this far in the podcast, it counts as a listen yeah. for our analytics. So yeah. he can drop off anytime. Yeah. We got our we got our number. Nathan, it's cool. for, for five dollars a month, you get exclusive <laughs> podcast. No. no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. 
If you want the best community, no, I can't do it. Ten dollars. Yeah, all right. Okay. Yeah, sure you can't. <laughs> all right. Uh, I didn't say the link. At least I didn't do the Patreon.com slash post show recaps. So. Or post show recaps.com slash Patreon. I held back that far at least. You know, like sign up, support your favorite podcast. This isn't even the podcast network we're on. No, nope. no. <laughs> Try and stop me, though. Okay, so can't stop, won't stop. Uh, so the next day, they got another shot at love. More loved one tasks. Yes, task. I suppose yes. at this point, uh, pretty straightforward game. Did your loved one think you would bungee jump? If they said yes. And you bungee jump, you get $10,000. If they say no, and you don't bungee jump, you get $10,000. Yeah. If if you do not guess correctly and match your action to their answer, you lose and you do not get to spend more time with your loved one. Yeah. Uh, yada, yada, yada. They all do it except for Dorothy. Yeah. And every loved one was like, yeah, I'll jump. Every single one. Yeah. They're on TV, aren't they? Yeah. Of course they're going to jump. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I love Katie leading a cheer for Al because spelling out a name that is two letters long <laughs> is very funny. Yeah. Um, and Dorothy is like doing it along with her, with her little like throwing her arms up and kicking her leg. Uh, that's. I- I do like the Katie runner throughout this whole thing of like her being like so concerned about the bungee jump. So they're like yeah. building up to this big epic moment for her. Uh, there's one point where she's like, would it be like a quick and painless death? Uh, right. I think it's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, would it kill me? I, yes. <laughs> like, I feel like, like, like <laughs> this would have been a lot more suspenseful to the viewer if we hadn't already seen them do something that is very like a bungee jump. So we already know how they're going to respond to this. And it's yeah. almost like Katie freaking out about the bungee jump is almost a little disingenuous because we saw her do something that is almost as scary as bungee jump and she did fine. Yeah, it was doing like, it another time is still probably yeah. scary, but holy shnikes versus <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like I mean, like I don't think that they like she could be scared, but there's not like she's gonna do it. She already did yeah, it once. Of course she's gonna know? do it. Yeah, yeah. There's really no question. This does expose this is very much like the budget of the show, though, compared to like the amazing race where they'll jump yeah. off of some famous bridge yes. over like a beautiful ravine. Here it's like, okay, we're gonna take you up in a forklift and drop you off in the over middle of a parking field. lot. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that's well. We have the forklift. Yeah, you know, yeah. we've, we've, we've got the forklift for an extra day. It's really high. Yeah, yeah. How how high is it? A hundred and seventy feet. Um. So I definitely did do the thing where like my stomach dropped a few times as they were jumping. <laughs> yeah. Push come to shove, like in a thing like this, I actually do think I would do it. Uh, like jokes aside, like I think that I'd probably go for it. I, w- I don't think I would seek this out for myself in my life. No, yeah. Um, but I, I think in like the in the context, of, like I think like it would be one of those things where I'm like trust the process. They've strapped me in, and if, I, <laughs> if they didn't, it's a quick and painless death. Oh, here we go. Like I think yeah. I, I do think I would ultimately do it. I've like I could put myself in enough like similar ish types of situations where like I know like push come to shove, I would go. Um, but I would hate it. And yes. uh, like, I definitely felt a little queasy watching them do it here. Um, yeah, you'd be like Heather, who was like, "Yeah, that was no fun, no fun at all. It was horrible." Yeah, yeah. Uh, I felt bad for Dorothy. This sucked. Yeah, it's unfortunate. And her mom was so sad. Yeah, I think you have to jump here strategically. I think you have to imagine that none of your parents are going to come on TV and be like, "Yeah, they wouldn't do it," you know, like. No one's going to do that. And then, like, what happens if they did? 
you jumped. You proved him wrong. Like you have to jump. I think like you have to jump. I don't think you have a choice here. Uh, unless your loved one knows very specifically you have a serious fear of heights. Yeah. But just imagine jumping and then finding out you don't get the money and you don't get to see your loved one. I think that that would be uh, uh, that would be that would be sad, but at least you have bragging rights. I guess. You know, I think you have to jump. Ooh, yeah. You gotta jump. It is very funny when Katie jumps and like her dad is in tears and Anderson's just laughing his head off. And then she gets down and asks if she screamed really loud. Yeah. Yeah. Did I and then we get really that loud? sweet moment. Yeah. Katie thanks her dad for having faith in her. It was very oh. sweet. Yeah. Oh, man. They get to have a, a nice pizza dinner as a result. Yeah, now they get like a day and a half or something with their loved ones. So now Dorothy's spending so much time, I guess, by herself or with everybody else. And Third their wheel on it somewhere. Yeah. She's yeah. got to go sit at the table with the production staff. <laughs> yeah. Very suspicious. Very suspicious. People are suspicious of Dorothy because of this. Al is like, oh, that's like actually like a pretty good tactic mm-hmm. if you're the mole. Like make this big sacrifice, uh, take some money out of our pot too. Like that's a genius move. Al likes it. Mm-hmm. Um, Janine thinks Albert could be the mole. She calls him Albert. Yeah. Albert King Al. Um, Blair thinks Bill could be the mole. Yeah, have you seen the way he treats me? <laughs> <laughs> He's the no, bad he's the guy. He's the mole of his family. Yeah. 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 Nathan thinks Heather could be the mole because she's conniving. <laughs> Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder. I, I I wonder if he still thought that by the Oop. end of production. Oy. <laughs> uh, Katie's dad is sure she's not the mole, and he's correct. Yeah, he's I'm. Correct. I'm also sure that she's not the mole. <laughs> it's yeah. good to be sure of things. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, there's just like we get like the 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 quiz stuff. Uh, Dorothy thinks it could be Bill. He's just always quiet and observing. Bill still thinks it could be Heather. She worries the devil out of me, he says. Uh, Dorothy thinks it could be Bribs because he's uh, always talking about how naive he is. Bribs reminds us. So I'm not naive. Uh, maybe in this game, but in life, I'm worldly. <laughs> um. Okay, so here's a tie. There's a tie for the execution. Mm-hmm. Uh, and whoever went slower goes. Um, and they really draw it out. And Anderson at one point is like, yeah, I just want everyone to know there's only three people left. And it's Al, Katie, and Heather. I'm like, I don't want any of them to go, but like, don't take Katie. And they do. <laughs> and they do. In my notes, I literally just have, I'm so bummed out, LOL. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> LOL. Yeah, it's like a real firm lowercase lol. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the kind of lol you bust out when you're not really laughing and you're just yeah. upset. Yeah, yeah it's a sad little sad wow. lol. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Katie's parting words are: If Heather is the mole and screwed her over on day one, she's gonna be pissed. Um, <laughs> yo, can we talk about how Al just trashes Katie on her way out? Or it's like, oh man, the 
she, the more stressed out, the quirkier she got, the quirkier she got, the more stressed out I was. And he's like trying not to be awful here. And he knows that like, he's just like, his foot is like all the way in his mouth and he's about <laughs> to swallow his whole leg. He's like, she's a great gal, but uh, good luck. <laughs> That's what he says. Wow. Yikes. And yeah. everybody's like, whoa. And he's like, oh God, I'm a disaster. So like, at least he's aware that he's being horrible. Uh, it's pretty funny. It's pretty funny here. Um, yeah, I'm sad. I'm sad that Katie's gone. She was amazing. Great casting. Just unbelievable. I hope she's doing well in her life, wherever she is. With Meadow Muffin. Yeah, with Meadow yeah. Muffin. Oh my Aww. god. See, now we also lose Meadow Muffin. Yeah, but Meadow Muffin, like, uh, you didn't get very much airtime. No, no. Purple edit. Yeah, just Meadow Muffin not being burned alive was enough. You know. <laughs> It's true. Yeah. 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 Dayenu. Dayenu. <laughs> Dayenu. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. So that's episode eight. We've got six people left. Uh, Bill, Bribs, Darwin, Dorothy, Al, Heather. One of them wins. One of them's the mole. Who could it be? Uh, we'll find out next time. But first, who we got could it to... be, Josh? Who yeah, could we want to know. Yeah. Who do I think it is? Yeah, yeah. Who do you think is is the mole, and who's going to win? I left it with Al, right? Like is where mm-hmm. I parked it last. I'll just stay there. Okay. Uh, I'll stick on Al. I didn't think that this episode really like moved the needle for me one way or the other. But like cards up. It's been two weeks now since I've last watched The Bowl, right? Like two, maybe three weeks. I can't even remember. Yeah, it uh, was a while. A lot long enough for me, you know, not not as long for the people out there who are listening because you had a podcast last week. So it feels like just a week off for you. But it was like two weeks off for, for me, maybe a little tiny bit more. I can't remember. Um, so like I'm rusty. I'm like shaking off some dust. Um, I don't think it's Dorothy. I think that's too obvious. Um, Heather, like, I feel like if they're, uh, if, if it's Heather, I feel like they're just going for something too similar to last time. It just like feels like in the same wheelhouse. So I, I'm taking Heather out. Uh, I think she's off the table. Um, I could imagine Darwin winning. Uh, I could see that. Uh, he's pretty savvy. He's pretty good. Um, he'd be a funny mole because of like some of the moments where he's been like indignant along the way it would be kind of <laughs> great. Um, if Bill's the mole, I'm going to be blown away. I'll be shocked. I'll be floored. It'll be hilarious and great. Uh, so I kind of want that to happen, but I'm not holding my breath. 
Um, Al has it just would been, absolutely floor your ass. It would floor my ass. <laughs> it would round my butt. It would round the twist. Um, you know, I I had parked it on ribs, uh, but I do kind of buy that he's naive in this game, and I'm. I kind of thought that Bribs was going in this episode. I feel like uh, his time is running out. I feel like Bribs is uh, his number may be up soon. Is sort of my instinct from like a story perspective. Um, then yeah, Al is just so out there. He's he's you know kind of like our our gym this season. So uh, he's in the final three. Is my feeling? Uh, it's like he wins. He's the mole. Or he's the sad runner-up, but I think like he's <laughs> in that zone uh, is sort of my feeling on on where we'll go with Al. Um, that's my read of the room right now, uh, and I'm putting, uh, he's still my official mole pick. I'll stick with Al. Okay. Uh, I've moved from Bribs to Al, uh, so help me God. Interesting. Um, okay, quiz time. All right, quiz time. All right, so this week. I, I don't know. I feel like nothing I do on the quiz is ever going to be like we've already achieved the zenith of quiz. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's never. It's all downhill from here. But it is. At least we know we know what sells on this program. We know that it is Australian TV shows. So the great Sarah Carradine, the bringer of round the twist into everybody's lives has come back to us with uh, three more Australian TV shows. But these ones are for grown-ups, so I think a lot less nudity and um, in inappropriate <laughs> situations. Yeah, because adults don't want any of that. No, adults don't want any of that. Yeah. But um, So we're going to start off with one of the iconic Australian TV shows, and this is a show you may have heard of this, actually. Um, it's like the Australian TV show. It is called Neighbors. Um, that's Neighbors with an O-U. Um, yeah, I was going to say with a U. Uh-huh. Yeah, this is a soap opera that has been on the air since 1985. And among the among the actors who have been on Neighbors, like pretty much if you're Australian and you're an actor, you've been on Neighbors at some point in your life. But so actors, all three Hemsworths? Um, actually, just Liam that I could find, but okay. that's still pretty good. Um, Kylie Minogue has been on Neighbors. Nice. Guy Pierce has been on Neighbors. Nice. Margot Robbie has been on Neighbors. Nice. Russell Crowe has been on Neighbors. Nice. Nicole Kidman, Hugh Jackman. If they're Australian, I assume they've been <laughs> on Neighbors at some point. Don't know if I can prove those other ones, but um, Alan Dale of Josh's favorite program, Lost, yeah. also on Neighbors. I thought you were going to say my favorite program, The O.C. Oh, that too. <laughs> Second favorite program. Alan Dale's, he was on 24. Alan Dale's, he's not he's on everything. Alan Dale is more than just Charles Whitmore. I do want to just come out here and say that while I have the opportunity. It's, I don't get to really defend Alan Dale often. I, I wanted to give you that opportunity tonight. I appreciate that as always. Yeah. Okay. So here we go. As always, I'm going to read you four plot lines from this series, and three of them are things that really happened on the show, and one of them is fake. So here we go. Here's your first scenario. Zeke goes missing on a wild rafting trip. Then he resurfaces with amnesia. He is found by Phil, a local farmer who convinces Zeke that he's his dead son. Eventually, Zeke regains his memory. Okay. Okay. Number two. A gas canister explodes at Toadfish's third wedding. He gets amnesia and thinks he's still... Who is Toadfish? His name is Toadfish. I think his real name is Jared, but they all call him Toadfish. Toadfish. 
I fact checked all of these, by the okay. way. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Toadfish. That's better than like I guess frog bass. I guess. Um I don't I don't know what his siblings are called. Yeah. So anyway, gas canister explodes at Toadfish's third wedding. He gets amnesia and thinks he's still married to his first wife, who died on their honeymoon. Eventually, Toadfish regains his memory. Okay. Okay. Scenario number three. Susan slips on some spilt milk and wakes up thinking it's 1972, and she is her 16-year-old self. She's repulsed by her husband, Carl, with whom she just patched things up after an affair. Eventually, Sarah regains her memory. Okay. Susan I'm, regains I'm her memory. Starting to a theme here. Sense of theme, but I'm kind of forgetting <laughs> as yeah. I'm saying it with the theme. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's my typo. Yeah, that Sarah wrote the clue and Susan, who had the amnesia, and I okay. have the amnesia too. Apparently, okay. okay. <laughs> All right, and finally, Harold disappears while on holiday with his wife, and his glasses are found at the edge of a cliff. Five years later, he turns up with amnesia, having lived the intervening years as a Salvation Army employee named Ted. Eventually, Harold regains his memory. All right. So I would just like, I guess that the only thing I've got said is I would, I would just go for, uh, I'd go for the one that, that Jess had the typo on. Sarah and Susan. Yeah. I just like don't know that I've got anywhere else to go. I want to believe Toadfish is real. So I'm not picking that. Uh-huh. I'm happy to get that wrong. Uh, but I've got Sarah no and Susan was the spilled milk one. Yeah, she slept on spilled milk and woke up thinking she was sixteen years old. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I feel like that's it. Okay. I don't know unless you feel different. I, yeah, I so I, my, the psh is definitely where I'm at too. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just have a quick rundown of the? Causes of memory loss. Okay, we've got um, missing on a wild rafting trip. We've got exploding gas canister, slipping on spilt milk, and disappearing on holiday with his spouse. If we get it wrong, Zed, I'm not going to cry over spilled milk. Mm-hmm. That's it. Oh, God. All right, are you locking Aren't you it in? Bad, you're my friend. Uh-huh. Let's go with that. Yeah. Okay. Well, you're incorrect, and I'm yeah. sorry that I threw you off with my typo. Um, but while there is really a character named Toadfish, and I did verify this, he has never had amnesia. Okay, good for Toadfish, keeping it together. Yeah, nice. It together. Good for you. TF. Hang yeah, in. TF. TF. Uh, my good friend TF. Yep. Um, but I, I was like, that's so Australian that there's a character on this show named Toadfish. 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 Sure. All right. Neighbors. All right. That's neighbors. Neighbors. So then, really? Uh, do you think that neighbors along the way just like kept forgetting that they had done amnesia storyline? That, that storyline already. <laughs> I, I think if you're on the air for 35 years, you run out of ideas real quick. Yeah. I mean, how many times has every American soap opera had amnesia? I don't even remember how many times. Yeah, that's probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So from neighbors, we go to a women's prison drama um, called. Oh, Wetworth. this is where they got the extras for this week's The Mole. Yes, right? yes, yeah. yes, yes, right. yes. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Shipped yeah. them to Italy yeah. from Australia yeah. from mm-hmm. 13 years into the future. Yes. So this is actually, there was apparently an iconic 1980s Australian program called Prisoner, 
but this is called Wentworth and it was a reboot of that. And this is actually, it's weird that this came Nothing out around this. do with famous prison breaker Wentworth Miller? No, this really tripped me up too. I was like, wasn't there a U.S. reboot of this? And like, no. Wentworth Miller was in a show called Prison Break, but right. it has nothing to do with Wentworth, the show about prison. It Got was it. very confusing. Nothing to do with Kelly? No. Doing the jailbreak challenge? Yeah. No. Nothing to do with that. No. Um, and weirdly enough, nothing to do with Orange is the New Black, despite premiering at basically the exact same time. Interesting. Okay. And being about a women's prison, but I guess maybe that's stereotyping to say that all women's prison shows are alike. Um, although these scenarios are all things I could easily picture happening on Orange is the New Black. Okay. Okay. So basically Wentworth is a show about a woman named B who gets sent to prison and she's kind of your entry point. So just to set that up and then the rest of the characters, I don't think you really care. Um, like who they are, how they relate to each other. I think I, I think we've explained it where that's necessary. Okay. So plot point number one, B gets caught in the rivalry between Jax and Frankie. Frankie initially came to Wentworth after participating in a reality TV show that taught ex-offenders how to cook. She attacked the host with a pan of boiling oil after he mocked her on live TV. In Wentworth's laundry facility, Jax forces B to bring the steam press down on Frankie's hand. That's number one. Does she do okay. it? I, she's forced to. Oh, she's oh. Ooh. I can picture it. It's kind of like yeah. yeah, it's pretty gross. You know how you see somebody get kicked to the crotch and you cross your legs? I'm kind of <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that's scenario number one. Uh, scenario number two. Boomer accidentally locks herself in a laundry chute, causing <laughs> okay, the prison. Boomer. Okay, boomer. <laughs> causing the prison to lock down when they think she's escaped. During the lockdown, corrections officers Fletch and Will get into a brawl after Fletch reveals to Will that he'd been sleeping with Will's late wife and that she'd had an abortion just a few weeks before she was murdered. Oh, my God. That's a lot. Before she was murdered. She's murdered. Was this is this a comedy, this show? No. What's the genre? It's a drama. Okay. That was a lot of things. Very dramatic. Very dramatic. That's a lot. That's a lot. Yep. All right. Two days from parole and drunk on homebrew, Lizzie reveals to her daughter Kaz that she's not her natural mother, but found her as a baby when she woke up from a drug blackout in an unfamiliar house. She doesn't remember the date or the place, given her heavy drug use at the time. This sends Kaz into a rage. Kaz plants drugs in Lizzie's cell, and when the drugs are found, Lizzie's parole is revoked. Oh, that sucks. Yikes. Yeah, That's like, like a, a total Oz maneuver. That happens hmm. on Oz a couple times. All of this stuff feels very Oz-like. Yeah. They are Aussies. They are Aussies. <laughs> this is Oz. There you go, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> did it. Yeah. And finally, once the governor of Wentworth, Joan the Freak Ferguson, is behind bars for setting fire to the prison. Jake arranges for Joan to escape in a flower bed box, but she's instead taken to secluded location and buried alive. Oh, no. that's that, that's so Oz. That's that, so Oz. That's what I was talking about with the Reverend Jeremiah Cloutier. <laughs> yep. Okay. Oof. No, so that's in that's in here because it's real, just to show the, how much common DNA there is between these things. I'm buying that. Okay. Um, okay. 
Also, what was her name? Joan the Freak? What? Yeah, Joan the Freak <laughs> Ferguson. Yeah, hell yeah. I don't know. Maybe she was a professional wrestler before she was a prison governor. I don't know. Joan the Freak Ferguson is a great name. It is. Zed, if this were Mole Patrol season one, you know mm-hmm. we would be saying right now that like option two is so awful that it has to be real. Mm-hmm. Uh, the abortion followed by the murder is so terrible that I feel like that's probably that happens on this show. Yeah. It also was so many things because like there was a lockdown happening. Yeah. Lest you forget, this, this is also a, the same a, episode where someone is trapped in, in a laundry, laundry chute, So there's a lockdown and then the fight happens and the fight is between the guys where the guy was sleeping with the guy's wife. Right. And, and then they had she an abortion, had an abortion and then she got mo- yeah. murdered. I think and it's she got real. moitered. Moitered. It's real. Uh, the first one is the hand, uh, the, the hand fry. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And what was the third one again? Third one is um, the mother reveals to the daughter oh, that she's yeah. not her natural daughter, and then she plants drugs on her, and her parole gets revoked. Uh, My yeah. instinct says that one. Okay, let's go with that. Okay, locking it in? Yeah. Sure. All right, well, you're right. Yay! Yay! Love it. We're back. Yeah, yeah, on the board, on the board. I forgot. I just I lost did a fight from Orange is the New Black yesterday. So maybe oh, yeah? I'm just channeling my there own you go. Yeah. prison yeah. mentality. Man, I used to podcast about that a million years ago. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> Back in yep. the day. Learned a lot about podcasting. Cut yeah. my podcasting teeth on a prison drama. Yeah. All right. And finally. We're going to go to a show that you may have actually heard of because there was, in fact, a U.S. reboot of this, although it didn't do very well. Um, and this is this is the comedy drama Rake. And it's basically I've seen I've seen a bit of this because you can watch it on Netflix. And Rake was basically house, but a lawyer. Okay. So it's like he's a terrible person and he hates people and he's chaotic and self-destructive, but he's also a brilliant legal mind. Like when they say like rakish good looks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only context in which you ever hear that word in the 21st century. Pretty um, much. Famous person? Um, in Australia, he's famous. Um, he's a, the actor, I think he's called Richard Roxborough. Okay. And, um, he's been in a bunch of stuff. Like after you watch a few Australian TV shows, which I have been doing a lot of lately, you <laughs> see like the same actors all the time. Yeah. Cause you got through round the twist in a weekend and you needed to just like dig exactly. in. Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but I've, I've, I've watched, I think this during like probably since late spring. Yeah, uh, my work project went live in late spring and I took a week off and just like binge watched Australian television for a week. And since then, I think I've watched like eight entire Australian TV shows. So I I don't know why I've got a problem with American shows all of a sudden. No, do what you got to do. I'm on vacation. Yeah, shake it up. Yeah, Yeah, I turn on the TV. I'm on vacation. I'm in Australia watching their TV. So this is one show I've watched a fair amount of and um. It's pretty good. It's pretty funny. It's it's a little bit dark, um, a little bit weird. So, anyway, with that, all that, all that is to say, I'm going to um, tell you about these four scenarios now, and one of them is made up. Okay, here we go. And the the main character, his name is not his name is not like Bob Rake. His name is actually Cleaver Green, and they call him Cleaver, and it's very weird. Um, they, or they call him Cleave or Cleaver. And is there anyone named Rake? On There's the nobody show? named Rake. 
and, and there's, they don't even do any yard work. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah. Sideshow was, Bob doesn't step on any rakes. Mm-hmm. The, no. no, very confusing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, okay, here we go. Here's the first, here's the first plot line. Um, Cleaver defends government economics advisor, Professor Graham Murray, played by Hugo Weaving, also known as Elrond in Lord of the Rings or Agent that one. Yeah. yeah, Agent Smith. Yeah. That means a lot of Agent Smiths. A lot. Yeah. A lot of him. So, you know, you can picture this guy, right? So Murray is charged with murder, but his defense is that the corpse he was eating was already dead. A suicide who volunteered to be eaten. And there are no laws against cannibalism in Australia. Okay. All right. So I have no comment on that. I'm just cannibalism. Kind of, yeah. Cannibalism. Yeah. Uh, How about it? Yeah. My cousin the other day, true story, said, I know about cannibalism. Yeah. Yikes. Uh, I, I don't got remember. concerned when you said my cousin the other day. Yeah. I, I, coming I out of talking yeah, about cannibalism. Yeah. I don't I don't fully remember the context, but I remember vividly him saying, I know about cannibalism. It's like, hmm, I'm not gonna interrogate that any further right now. Yeah. Okay. I'd like to play video games. Let's not talk yep. about that. Okay. So here we go. Um, here's our second one. When a kangaroo kills the veterinarian at Taranga Zoo, Cleaver defends the marsupial and her keeper, played by Chris Hemsworth, fresh from his stint on the soap Home and Away. The kangaroo. The, the kangaroo keeper is Got played it. by okay. Chris Hemsworth. Okay. 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 <laughs> He's playing the kangaroo. Yeah. Yes. As a Byzantine plot involving drugs and corrupt zookeepers emerges. When was this? 2010. The show ran from 2010 to 2018. 2010. Um, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Keep going. All right. <laughs> Just filing that away for later. Yep. He has a very knowing look on his face for uh, you listeners. I know. Just keep going. Okay. When a piercing scream splits the dawn silence of a leafy suburban Arcadia, Cleaver finds himself defending an IT lecturer accused of severing his neighbor's penis with garden shears. Oh. Cleaver wades into the unfamiliar. (laughs) 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 Uh, Someone get this guy a magic fish stat. (laughs) All right. Cleaver is propelled into the unfamiliar swamp of Rotarians, golf, and backyard barbecues to uncover the truth behind the bobbiting. Okay. Okay. What was that last word? The bobbiting. I appreciate that. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Zed's a little young for that reference. Yeah. Yes. So. Got it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Once and finally, there was this guy. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you, Josh. All right. So finally. Released from prison after 11 months of a 14-year murder sentence, Cleaver finds that the tell-all memoir of a former sex worker he'd frequently visited is being made into a movie, with Kate Blanchett playing him in a role now renamed Clarice Green. Ooh. Interesting. So, uh, so the, the Chris Hemsworth episode being in 2010 is just interesting to me because that is, uh, is, is around the time that he is uh, filming Thor, I'm pretty sure. Thor is 2011. It's May 2011. Do you have when this episode aired? Yes, I do. 
Um, this aired, this aired in 2010. And I will even give you the air date if yeah, you want if you've it. You've got it. I do want that. If right. You've got it. I'd love to have the air date just for an informed sleuthing. Story. Sleuthing. All right. Yeah. So, I mean, I wouldn't read too much into this, but um, yeah. Okay. So this is going to be the air date for this one is going to be December 2010. Yeah. Um, he's making Thor. <laughs> I don't think he did this. He's Thor. He's a little busy. Yeah. I think he's a little busy. Like he's putting on all that Thor muscle. He's an Avenger now. I don't, and like, it's not that this is beneath him, but I think that the timing is not great. Like, I think he's that, just like literally logistically I think, I busy. Think, like, unless, like, even if they had filmed this, like, in like uh, summer 2010, he's thawing out. I think that this is uh, the one. Uh, and if I'm wrong, if I'm wrong, I'm happy to be wrong. I will trust your entertainment journalism sleuthing. Uh, let's go with this as the as the one, Jess. All right. Well, Josh, you're right. Yeah. yeah. With sleuthing. Two. Yeah, 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 yeah. You guys are great. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, and yeah, Chris Hemsworth would have begun filming in uh, principal photography began on January 11th, 2010. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just like he was in it. He was in it at this point, and I just don't think that he's um, he like once he's making Thor, I don't think that he's got time because he goes he goes pretty quickly from Thor into Avengers into too. Avengers, so like, yeah. it's just like the timing is is not going to work out there. Um, nice. It's been a minute since we've gotten majority uh, correct. I don't think on season two we've gotten too Maybe, correct. No, you really, haven't. Really, not even once. All right. <laughs> It's the first. All right. Yeah. Nice. Nice. We love that. Uh, great victory. Yeah. All right. So and stop the quizzes. <laughs> well, I, I said we should stop them after last week because yeah, we did the funniest thing possible. And now we have achieved our greatest possible success. We have, yeah. we have reached enlightenment. Yeah. Oh, man. This is a great one of those. My wife likes to call me human IMDB and I have to be. I'm not. I'm really not. But then there are some moments where I'm like, yes, I got that. That's the she one. She just did on the 24 podcast. Over I know. On show recaps. Yeah, she does that. Um, nice. Okay, cool. I feel great yeah. about that. Oh. Yeah, and I want to I want to throw this Love out it. to the listening public because we got a lot of unsolicited submissions for the quiz. Ooh. And at a certain point, I just decided, heck with it. I'm going to solicit them. So we've, we've said, if you all out there in um, listener land have an idea for a show with totally bonkers plot lines that you would like to see covered, we're going to be doing an all listener submission extended quiz special at the end of the season. And we would love it. If you have a question you want to write for that, I would be happy to run it by these two. Hell yeah. Get that in. Bull Patrol at Rob has a website dot com. Do it. Uh, if you are doing it, make sure that in the subject of the email, you make it clear that it is a quiz question make and that it is for Jess so that I don't read it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. I read the emails, but I won't read those emails. And also, I'm not doing a quiz if I'm alone. Yeah, no, that's no fun. It's just no, not happening. Not doing yeah. it. That's fair. That ain't me. 
Yeah, and uh, we we love your feedback apart from that. Like if, even if you don't have quiz questions, if you have regular questions, we want those as well. Yeah. Um, that's also a perfectly valid way to reach out to us. And you can do that in the email, uh, mulepatrol at robswebsite.com, or you can tweet at Zed and myself. You do not tweet at Josh. Don't yeah. do it. I don't mean and- to come harshly at anybody who does. It's not your fault. It happens. Don't worry. I've got good filters. I've, I'm, I'm spoiler free still. I've, we've made it. We've come pretty far. We're doing this is great. It's a precious journey. It's just, you know, we get nervous. Yeah, we've come pretty close. We've had a couple of near misses and it made me very tense. Don't worry. I'm good. I'm good. I don't know. I know nothing. It's great. I'm loving it. This doesn't happen for me very often. So I'm thrilled. It's exciting. Yes. It's very exciting. Uh, you think you're being clever? Like you're not as clever as you think. So just be careful. Yeah. You know who's not cool ever? Ruiners. Don't yeah. be a ruiner, man. Don't ruin it. Don't, don't ruin it. Don't do it. Um... <laughs> All right, I guess that's the mole patrol. Uh, does, does anyone have anything else they'd like to add? Zed, oh. we've got Final Fantasy stuff coming up on Potion yeah. Recaps pretty soon here. We do. Got to talk about Zed's playing. Uh, they're doing FF7 Remake hard mode right now. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's very hard. We'll talk about all the ways in which I've traumatized my friend. Uh, on the <laughs> upcoming episode of the Final Fantasy 7 Remake podcast. Sell it. Yeah, you don't have to know anything about the game if you just want to hear all the ways in which uh, I've I've like made my friend's life a little bit worse. Uh, come listen to the podcast; it's going to drop on. Saturday. You went on vacation, and I played a video game on hard mode for three weeks. Yeah, it's pretty dope. Uh, that's what we do around these parts. Jess, what's going on with you? Ah, uh, Walking Dead's going on with me. Yeah, it is. Um- we're going to be picking the we're getting the band back together to pick up the final season of Walking Dead, which started this week. We're going to be recording tomorrow night. Chappelle and I, maybe Josh, if he feels like it. Sometimes AJ Mass is going to drop by. It's going to be a big zombie party. We're very excited for it. Yeah. Season 11 is here. Uh, I have to do some catching up on those bonus episodes they did for no, season you don't. 10. Yeah, if I'm going to get into season 11, I feel like I do just for completion's nah, sake. I really. have to. I'm not going to not watch them. I gotta watch them. You, you gotta watch. You gotta watch the Robert Patrick one. Yeah, the double. Yeah, but yeah you I could do. Skip, honestly, you could skip the rest. They're no, not. Oh, I don't. They're know. not enlightening. They don't give you any information. I'm not gonna feel right if I if I if I skip that stuff. It's your so. funeral, man. Listen, I know. You know I'm looking at my schedule. <laughs> it's tight, so that's why I might miss the podcast. Man, you got a lot going on. You, I, I assure you, these can be like lifted right out of the continuity. You have no idea. All right, maybe I'll give it a shot. Give it a shot, man. Okay. Uh, so it sounds like I'll swing through the yeah. Walking Dead podcast. We also, we made Rob watch an entire episode after he hadn't watched the show in three years. And then I spent the whole episode explaining to him who that guy was and why they were there. But I don't want to come was. on the Walking Dead podcast for the premiere of season 11 and have to be caught up. You know, like no, that's not. You don't need to be caught up. You yeah, know, yeah. you know where everybody is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You know this. Okay. All right. Well, let's see what happens tomorrow. If, uh if I get through some of these episodes that are just like sitting in the queue, okay, uh, I will do it. But yeah, Walking Dead podcasting is back on Posha Recaps as well as a million things that I'm very proud of with the Posha Recaps Network. If you're not checking that out, we've got Ted Lasso. I'm hearing from some people that they didn't know we're covering Ted Lasso. We're covering Ted Lasso. 
Antonio Mazzaro and myself. We're doing that every week. We're having so much fun. Antonio, as always, is just on fire. Uh, like I just love being a fly on the wall talking to like really like hearing Antonio is so much fun for me. Um, so uh, if you've if you've ever enjoyed a, a Wiggler Mazzaro combo, I think it's 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 here. It's happening and it's happening on a really great show. Uh, so definitely check that out if you've been enjoying Ted Lasso. We've got that Ted Lasso podcast that drops on Mondays. Um, so go and check that out. Subscribe to that one. Um, if you're a Ted Lasso fan, we'd love to have you along for that journey and a million other Poja uh, Recaps podcasts. Just patrol the feed. Maybe there's something in there that you didn't know we were doing that you wanted to check out that you want to sign off on. Lots of fun stuff happening over there. Uh, you can find all of us on the Twitter bots. I'm at Ron Howard. Jess is at Haymaker Hattie. Zed is at Hard Rock Hope. Hit us up. Don't spoil me on stuff. And uh, we'll be back next week with a double header. We're doing 209 and 210. Season 2, Episode 9. Season 2, Episode 10 of The Mole. So watch both of those for next week. That's the podcast before we go on a one-week break Labor Day. Um, all right, folks. Cool. Bye. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.